Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The 2018 National Defense Authorization Act passes the Senate. Some of the more important highlights of this version, troops would receive a 2.1% pay raise and there will not be another round of base realignment and closure. House and Senate defense leaders will now converge for conference negotiations before sending a final version to the White House. An important management amendment is also included in the NDAA. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. In passing its version of defense authorization, the Senate includes the Modernizing Government Technology Act as an amendment. It passed the House in May. It would let agencies retain part of any savings they gain cutting IT costs and use it for updating old systems. It establishes a government-wide capital fund for the same purpose. The NDAA heads to reconciliation this fall. I'm Tom Temin. Transgender troops must wait longer to find out if they will be kicked out of the military. The Defense Department's interim policy lets transgender troops stay in the military until a review is finished in early 2018. The policy makes no promises, though, that they will keep their jobs when the review is finished and a final policy is written. Nearly $1 million is secured by the Justice Department for troops who had their cars repoed while deployed. DOJ says City Financial Credit Company will pay $907,000 to resolve allegations that it violated the Service Member Civil Relief Act by repossessing 164 cars without the proper court orders. It will have to pay $5,000 to each service member it affected. The Air Force is taking a new look at its $2 billion scientific research portfolio. Federal News Radio's Tom Temin is here again with details. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson launches a year-long study of science and technology spending. It won't influence Air Force budget thinking until 2019 or 2020. The project will be led by the Air Force Research Laboratory with help from the National Academies of Science and Engineering. Wilson says she wants the study to emphasize the potential to funnel more Air Force research dollars through universities. I'm Tom Temin. Two more commanders with the Navy's 7th Fleet are ousted. This comes as the branch is investigating the two deadly crashes which occurred in the Pacific over the summer. The fleet's new commander, Vice Admiral Phil Sawyer, announces Commander of Task Force 70 Rear Admiral Charles Williams and Commander of Destroyer Squadron 15 Captain Jeffrey Bennett have been relieved of duty due to a loss of confidence. Key leadership changes at GSA. Mary Davey is the new Deputy Commissioner of the Federal Acquisition Service at the General Services Administration. And Davey's promotion sets off a host of other moves inside FAS. Alan Thomas, the FAS Commissioner, announces the changes yesterday. Along with Davey, Kay Ely will become the Assistant Commissioner for the Office of Information Technology category. And David Savinich, currently the Acting Executive Director of 18F, will be the Acting Assistant Commissioner for the Office of Systems Management. I'm Jason Miller. Thrift Savings Plan participants can now reset their account passwords online. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board says many participants had long asked for this feature. The agency says it should help ease up the workload for TSP call centers. This comes as the TSP is seeing more participants withdraw from their accounts. Post-separation withdrawals are up 20% in 2017 compared to the previous year as more TSP participants are becoming retirement eligible. The Homeland Security Department clarifies its recent requirement for agencies to stop using and remove products from Kapersky Lab from their networks. DHS issues a Federal Register notice listing 10 products ranging from antivirus to endpoint security to cloud security that are banned from federal networks. The notice also tells agencies what information to send to DHS in the next 30 days as part of the 90-day sprint to begin removing Kapersky Lab products. DHS issued a binding operational directive last week mandating these changes based on fears of the company sharing information with the Russian government. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.